Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, and welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. The podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her frilly knickers. Oh, frilly knickers. (laughs) I have them, not. I don't. (laughs) It's hosted by... Me, Tamara Linky, and the lovely Chanel Franklin. Oh, thank you very much. No Third episode. Exciting. In the bag. We're talking guilt. Totally. Mum guilt especially. So, y'all want to talk about mama. Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now. From the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. B.O. lately. It just come out of there. <laughs> like I've never had it in my Can life. Can I tell you something? It's probably hormone based. And <gasps> you reckon? Well, yeah, I do. I've started using natural deodorant because I'm all freaked out by the aluminium I've stuff. I've always used it. Yes, it's still though. This one seems to be okay that I'm using, but I'm so conscious. So when I go to the gym, I actually use dance. I'm like, I need heavy duty. I can't be a stinker. You yeah. imagine someone behind me going, she pongs, man. Yeah, yeah ponging, ponging up a storm. This episode is called Mummy Guilt. So, Mum Guilt. Mum Guilt. It's a big topic. Oh my gosh. Every day. But I'm getting better. Do you reckon you are? Well, I I personally think it's a working progress. Basically, it's pretty self explanatory. It's a load of rubbish, Mum Guilt. And it comes from our inner saboteur chiming in unnecessarily on the choices we make as mothers. Yes. That's what I think it is. Yeah. So, the issue is there's no rule book and everyone has an opinion. Oh, don't they just? Including us. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're here. Unsolicited advice. That's why we're here. So not only that, I think it comes from when we don't meet our own expectations that we set for ourselves. Right. So we then, that breeds the guilt. So if you kind of like scroll through Instagram and you see all these wonderful mothers taking these gorgeous photos, you're like, I feel like shit. So let me paint a picture for you. Okay, go. Paint by numbers or just you're painting the picture? I'm painting the picture. Okay, go. (laughs) So control crying, right? Yeah. 
it's a big thing. Some women swear by it and it's changed their life and it's the only thing that's got their sleep back. And then someone else will say, why would you ever do that? Why would you let your child scream like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let them go and then they just you just yeah. leave the room and let them well, cry it out? Is well, that the idea? I think that's the I idea. I never did that, but yes, yeah, I know so here the you go. See, then I've got a bit of guilt because I've done that. <gasps> well, I didn't know what to bloody do. I was so tired. I just... I kind of they I followed what they said. Like you've got to let them do uh, not an emotional cry. You've got to go back in for that. And really, I'm there looking up what cries mean. Oh my god! Is but it, it emotional yet? Has it turned emotional? Oh, for fuck's what? sake! <laughs> but if you're but if you're actually if it's mean, it means that you are not killing your baby. Like if you're not shaking your baby, you're not getting angry and mm. you need to do that. For mm. your sanity mm. and your stress, which I think is a big thing as well, what you need to do for you to be a sane mother, yeah, then do it. Yeah, well, so, so here's the problem. I've gone and done that and then looked on Instagram and seen this woman <laughs> who does gentle parenting and would never do something like that. And I'm looking like I've been dragged through a bush backwards because my child's oh. cried. And cried and cried and cried. Yeah. The child is a dishevelled mess and it's just like you can just oh, imagine. The guilt. Yeah, we never know. We Major. don't know what to That's do. That's what I mean. So the expectations you set for yourself, I'm like, you know what, I was okay with my decision when I went to bed. I decided I was going to do this. I had some encouragement from friends and family that said, yep, do it, baby's okay, da 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 Did it, felt like absolute shit. Had an argument with Dan, the husband, because, you know, he's stressed out. I'm stressed out. Both of us are like, we can't cope letting our child cry. No. I'm just saying what that did to my own guilt. Yeah. Welcome to motherhood, lady. Yes. The beautiful nightmare. The beautiful nightmare. So you know what I said to Dan? <laughs> we're changing it up tonight. And? We're, we're gentle parents tonight. I'm not what, doing that again. What happened? Oh, cried again. Went in there. She, you cried. We all she cried. <laughs> the dog put the hair, put her paws over her eyes. It was like I'm over this. Oh my god! Do you think it's because with guilt? Because we had so much, we have so much communication and so much information. Yeah. On the internet and whatever that they didn't have hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Which is it's great in one way because we're learning about different you know ways to do things, methods. We're picking up hot tips, like I'm sure Correct. people will on this podcast <laughs> or not. <laughs> Take your pick. But also there's too much that you go, crap, now I'm overwhelmed. Totally what am I doing right? What's wrong? Someone's telling me I'm so doing So one minute wrong. I don't know if I'm a gentle parent or I'm, an up, I'm a nightmare myself, causing myself a nightmare. And you yeah. see this controlled crying and it's from doctors and I'm not being sexist. I'm just saying, he goes, let her cry. And I'm like. Did you let your know. kid cry yeah. whilst you slept, you <laughs> asshole? Well, your wife got up and was like, like, motherfucker. Do you know, I have, I have, sorry, I'm swearing a lot. Are we allowed to swear? Are we going to swear? No, I, yeah. I think we should. That's fine. We need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've actually, I don't know if you've ever, when I do. ever done this, <laughs> where you, you're in that stage, your baby's a couple of weeks old, they're doing the crying and you're, you don't know what to do and you're just uh, tired out of your brain. You look over at your husband who's soundly asleep, <laughs> sleeping through all the cries. <laughs> I literally want to punch him. Like I've oh, just yeah. wanted to go, I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. Like he just gets the just anger. Then wake up the next morning and go, hi, oh, darling, you've had a good sleep. <laughs> no, I have not. What a bloody <laughs> terrible sleep. Can I tell you though recently because Oliver, my two-year-old son, has regressed a little bit. Oh. started waking again. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me but I'm sleeping through his crying and Dan's nudging me going, I think he's calling mum. I'm like, he's absolutely not calling mum. He's, he's just, just crying. crying. He's like, I can hear mum. Can hear him say, oh, <laughs> and he didn't want to get up. Well, and then he did. But yeah, but it's cold. I can understand. I'm like, I could, I can actually hear Dad. The excuse I pulled out of the out of the bag was, 
I think he likes that alpha male coming in and, yeah. and he's not going to pussyfoot around with you. He's totally taking the mick out of me, mummy. Like, you know, yeah. he can pick me up and all Pulling that on your emotional Pulling strings. on my emotion. Yep, yep. I've had him all day. I, th- I said, I feel like when you go in there, you can be a bit more authoritative than I can. Mm. So let's try that. So I'm going to stay in bed and Sleep. not move because I don't want to make any noise. You get up and you tell him, oh, how did you just totally turn that around? I was like, well, you um, need sleep. And you're, and you're a woman so you're good at emotionally manipulating <laughs> yeah, yeah. people, including your children and your husband. So I feel like he gets up and like he might – he'll woof the covers a little bit so there'll be like a bit of cold air as if it's like, just like – just so you know I'm getting up. Oh, why is there the cold air? <laughs> I hate that. Whenever anyone fluffs it and you get that cold air coming yeah, up. Yeah, no need. I'm a cold bod so yeah. I'm like, why? It always makes me cry yeah. almost. I hate that. But did he put the – did he put Oliver to bed? Yeah, he did. Bed? Yeah, he yeah. was fine. So yeah. proof Good. in the pudding is mm. – The alpha male worked and I got to have a little bit more sleep. Winning. Brings me to my next point, dad guilt. Do you think they ever get it? No. Short answer. Uh, Look, I reckon it's when maybe the kids are a bit older in my case. Mm, So I think Kai, he feels guilty when he's working so much and he doesn't get to spend time with the kids as much. Working's one thing though, but how about being riddled with guilt when you sat at the pub with your mates after football training? No, no. (laughs) I don't think they're guilty because no. I think they're just they're concentrating on they're their like, oh, one thing they're doing. But they've got their mother, and that's that's so important. So I'm going to stay here and have have a drink. I deserve it. Yeah, I deserve it. I think which is not a bad thing. We probably need to be more like that as women. Like that. Hey, I deserve this. Yes. But we don't. So we actually need to follow the example of what men set and to go out with the ladies and be like, yeah. but because we the, can't yeah. though. That's no, the we problem. can't. Exactly right. Because we're kind of hooked into it. And I really do feel that, as I said, mum guilt comes from what we create ourselves and the expectations we set for ourselves. And if we don't meet them, you feel like shit. If yeah. you're like a bag of crap yeah. for, for not being there because you're like, you know what, I've seen Instagram, I've seen these mothers doing all these things and look at all these birthday parties, they've made this cake. Ollie's two-year-old birthday cake, I was like, I will make it this year and I'm oh, not a baker. How did you do? I didn't do very well. Oh, so oh, I, sad. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. So I went to the shops and got two cake yes. mix things and literally the basic kind and I thought I'm going to cover it in Smarties. Great. Anyway, I... I had waited and waited and waited and I'd had a bottle of wine after dinner. A whole with one dinner. just well, for you. Well, it, with Dan but kind of, you know, oh, when you. you're a mum these days, I'm a, I'm a lightweight. A glass and yeah. a half yeah. on many bodies. Wasn't that so, called a Cadbury? It was a Cadbury. Wasn't that you used to be called glass and a half? Yeah. Oh, she's That's a Cadbury. She's a Cadbury. Well, I'm a, I'm a massive lightweight. So anyway, basically I'm making his birthday cake. I roped Dan in because I was clearly – Fucking it up. Yeah. And we both made his birthday cake half cut the night before. That's what we did. Oh, brilliant. It would have turned out a treat. Well, it kind of – I was going to get two bits of cake and just put them on top of each other and cover it in yes, icing. that's what I do. And Dan's like, you kind of need a filling. I was like, here's my husband telling me. You do need cream in there, lady. You need something. He's, yeah. I said, can I just go to the shops? This was earlier. It'd be dry as a nun's nasty otherwise. <laughs> Right. No one and wants I to eat that cake. And I would have served that shit up to all the guests <laughs> and that would have been it. And I said, I'll get mousse. I'll just get the canned mousse. So mousse I did. inside the cake? Yeah, like, between them. Oh, did that work? Dan's like, how about we try and slice the cakes in between? Then you get a nice flat yeah. meat. So I was really determined to do this cake 
myself and do it well. And Dan said to me, can I just offer some advice? He was trying to be helpful, but I'm like, you know what, you're chiming in and I'm trying to do this myself because I've got mum guilt <laughs> if I don't do this right. <laughs> so he's like, let me whip it up. You need to get air through the cake. Oh. Through the, and he I, knows again, what he's know talking that. about. Clearly, and I don't. But anyway, and I'm, I am totally not sexist in this way, knowing that I think I, a man can't make a cake. That's fine. But I was just trying to do something that my two-year-old son later would be proud of. Yeah, he doesn't care. He, he just wants give the freaking cake. Lady. Well, he wouldn't have if I didn't put that mousse <laughs> oh, in the middle. It would have been, yeah. as you said, dry as a nun's nasty. Yeah. So wow. <laughs> everyone would be gagging on that, going, "Oh, holy <laughs> hell!" <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Sick. But it, so it was good. Well, in the end, yeah. We got to see a photo of this cake. It was a bit of a. It was okay. Look, he didn't mind. It was chocolate. What a big deal. Why did I have to worry so much? Why did I just, why couldn't I just go to the cheesecake shop and that would have been done? Because you weren't doing it for your son. You were doing it for all the people. You were doing it for Instagram. Whether you, you, not consciously. I never took a photo of this cake, just so you know. Okay. But consciously, do you know what I mean? It was something you, like you're saying, it's just this subconscious guilt factor that we have to keep up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Right. Who 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 probably never make a cake. No. The most fantastic cake. Like Cake Boss. They'd probably get him. Have you seen that show? I love that fucking show. Just watching people make cake for ages is like my dream for like an hour of cake making. I'm just not a baker, but I love consuming baked goods. Baked goods are amazing, Mm. which you need when you're having an extra guilt day. You Mm. need like a big cake. Yeah, you do. I actually really, you know those cakes full on cream over the top, like a banana bonifat, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. I really just want to buy one one day and just put my head in it, like just... (laughs) Like smash my head into the cake when I'm by myself. Would you eat a lot of it or you just want to bang your head in it? What would no, you do? No, I'd be like, like bash it in there yeah. and then eat it. Yeah, that'd be good. I've would always you, wanted to wear do a it. hairnet. No. I'm not sure. I wouldn't want to share a cake with you. No, there's, no one's sharing this cake. <laughs> this is my. I'm getting one of those big ones, like huge. Yeah. Tea yeah, with talking. a ban- 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 Bonifay? Bonifay. Is it a Bonifay? I've actually no idea. We've just discussed that I'm not a baker. So okay. let's call it a Bonifay cake. Okay. And you, you want to <laughs> smash your face in it. I don't. I've always wanted to. It's a thing. Do you want to smear it over yourself? No, just the head <laughs> and eat it and then feel probably a bit sick and then... That's it. Then I've done it. Tick the box. And then sit on the couch and do your pants because that top yeah. button ain't helping anyone. No. And look, my 40th is coming up, so maybe I'll do it then. Do it then. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy it for you. Okay. Take a picture. Don't make it though because I, oh, I feel like please. your cake, I wouldn't be able to put my face through. <laughs> You're about straight back <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm going to especially get smarties up the nose and in your eyes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it is a bit soft and smooth and silky. Anyway, but yes, I I get it. Like that's a good example of just, I mean, on a kind of a lighter level, but it can go pretty deep, the whole mum guilt. Here's the next thing. How do you put yourself first? Seems like an impossible task, but it's necessary. Yeah. Do you put yourself first often? Do I put myself first? I'm starting to, yes. Like I'll go, right, I need to have a walk, so I try and schedule it in my day. I'm like, and that's so what I'm doing. a good thing, right? Getting back into fitness I think is a really good thing about putting yourself first. Yeah. And I really struggled with that after summer. Yes. My four-year-old. So she, I don't know, I just didn't want to do it. I oh, didn't want to do it. No I was motivation. so unmotivated. I was probably too freaking tired all the time. Yeah. But I just did not. I'd go for a war. I'd wear my active wear around the house. I'd go from the fridge to so the laundry like and be like, do. oh, look what I've done today. I've done 
50 steps. I just wore the active wear Did you walk with the pram too. though? Did you walk on did, walks with the pram when they're little? I don't think I ever got my heart rate up between my two kids. Okay. Like I wasn't puffing. I wasn't running and puffing and I'm like, that's oh, no. not great for your health. But did you go on long, long walks with the pram? Yeah, I didn't really do much in no. between in between the kids. But after I had Oliver, yep. now two, probably at about the year mark. So I just found it really tricky because I was breastfeeding and it was always the time and, and I just thought, oh, then I've got to express and then if I don't express and when I run out of supply and, oh, my, then the guilt comes again. I just thought, well, just wait, just wait a little bit longer because I, I loved doing kickboxing. Oh, Yeah. I loved it. That was kind of like my thing. Before I had summer, I was I was totally kickboxing. Were, what, you, were you like a little pocket rocket because you're so small? I just loved it. I feel like yeah. because I'm not very tall. Like Hi-ya! yeah, yeah, I was. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I felt like a lot of sports. I just get pushed around like basketball. Like oh, you you did basketball. I did in school. How did you One even? Term. I didn't do very well. Um, again, <laughs> I wonder why Chanel's like the size of like my my water glass over there. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Five foot two and three quarters. I'm doing five. Oh, that's not that small, actually. No, No, that's not that small. No. You just are a small person. Yeah, maybe. All around, so Mm. maybe you look smaller. (laughs) Okay. So that was me doing that and I I loved it. And of course the classes are only ever at really disgusting early in the morning. I can't do morning fitness. I'm just one of these people. I just I cannot Mm. pull myself out of bed to do it. Or it's witching hour. Yeah. That the other classes are, like ten past six. So, of course, I chose the witching hour and threw two, two feral children at Dan and said, here you go, darling, bye-bye. Yeah, and then when you were there, though, were you quite mindful and of course I was, feeling good? You because went, you want to know you're why. You're distracted. When I left, no, I wasn't. I was riddled with guilt because oh. when, when I left the house, I had two of those children clinging to me like koala bears screaming, yeah. saying, don't leave, mummy. Oh, that's the don't worst. Don't leave. Um, I mean, of course, the minute I start up the car, they couldn't give a shit and they were off running down the hallway yeah. and they stopped crying. And you can't win and then you feel sad. Really upset with myself, oh. thinking I shouldn't be putting myself first, but I knew I needed to keep fit because it's a good thing to do. It's good for your mental health. It's good for your general health. And I had two kids crying. Mm-hmm. But when Dan ever left to play golf or whatever, they used to wave and then run off. No. They were fine. Because I love you more. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I know, the fitness thing. Like I used to walk a lot. I like to kill two birds with one stone a lot of the time. Like is there something I can do whilst doing the other thing? So during the baby's sleep, put them in the pram and go for a walk. Right? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, but my pram wasn't like a jogger pram. Oh. So whenever I started to walk fast, the wheels would go at the front and I'd be like, for God's sake, I'm trying to get my pace up here. Oh, you needed, yeah, one of the wheels, the ones that are more chunky that Correct. can do the you know you can get ones with wheels that have did you know there's sand in the wheels in some of those wheels they're not just mm. air tires they're actually the sand didn't in mention it. that to me when i bought the pram is there didn't thing. say if you start to go you start to walk really fast the, the wheels are going to buckle so i'd have oh. to like lock the wheels and oh. then walk fast but that would mean i couldn't turn anywhere so I'd just walk, walk in a straight <laughs> line and then go backwards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know we could do a whole episode on prams, I reckon. <laughs> Seriously. So once I thought I was trying to be like, yeah, I got it going on. Had Skylar, my now six-year-old, she was on that one of those skateboard things yeah, that you yeah, connect yeah. to the pram. Yeah. I do not know how that's meant to work, right? So she I'm holding on to the pram with my son in the pram. And she's between my arms oh, on the no. skateboard. I'm like, how the hell is that meant to work? So I'm like way back here yes. with my arms stretched forward. Well, you put your back out. And I'm like, how are you meant 
to walk like this and she's on this skateboard. And then we stupidly all decided at the same time to go down a really steep path. <laughs> but the whole pram went ass up. <gasps> we went under the pram. <laughs> on at the bottom. I'm under the I'm under so like my daughter's sandwich between the pram and me. I'm on the ground. I, I get up. My whole like pants have got a massive rip. I'm bleeding from the knee. But playing it down, I'm like I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm like and we're ages from home. Did you have strangers go? Are you okay? No one was around. Oh, thank God. No. So I'm bleeding, and then Skylar had this big scratch up her back, but she was generally okay. And the baby was fine because it's hilarious. Person. And then the, um, my son was fine because he was in the padding and he was on the top going whatever. <laughs> And then, and then she, my daughter, would never go on that skateboard again. We used it once and I had to sell it. <laughs> so some other mum bought it off Marketplace from you. And I'm like, it's really you- great. <laughs> Don't mind the blood. That'll come off. Just bleach that. That's fine. That's texture, red texture. Um, and there, there's my pants with blood. Look, my scab. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so that was, that was bad. That skateboard, unless I just used it wrong. I don't know. Every time we go past that little bridgey bit with the path, my daughter goes, that's that (laughs) thing we fell down, mommy. She remembers everything. I'm like, so talk about guilt. I'm like, sorry, I bought that skateboard thing. Sold on to another mum. It's a really great product. (laughs) Yeah. I don't feel guilty about that. I made like 40 bucks. She probably knew how to use it. She probably u- looked up YouTube videos on how the proper way to do it. I probably had it on freaking backwards yeah, yeah. and on the wrong. <laughs> you would have. Yeah. It actually came with a seatbelt. You failed to notice that. Yeah, probably. Oh, exactly. Too so, busy doing other shit. You didn't read the instructions. Yeah, but I don't know how they work. I saw other uh, cool mums made it look good. So. Oh, I tell you, it's so funny. <laughs> so what we're saying is really take fitness with caution and if they're crying for you, don't worry about no. it. It shows they love you but also you need to put yourself in that mindset of going, look, I do need to do this. And as I said, I'd get a text message from Dan saying to me, they're fine. I'd be like, you bloody con artist. Yeah. I think you were putting that on yeah. just so oh. I don't go. <laughs> you got fake crying at the door. Yeah, fake Are they crying. crocodile tears? Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening now, just, you know, and if you're walking and listening, just keep doing an extra 10 minutes just because you can and then do it tomorrow. Yeah. And if you want to go faster, lock those wheels at the front. You can only go straight, but just push on through. And if you're on one of those skateboards with your kid... <laughs> Don't. Just don't. Just like literally turn around. Turn around if you can and sell that thing. Slowly turn around. We're not going to be sponsored by that skateboard thing, are we? At any time soon. Well, you know what I did? I've got a skateboard what? thing with a seat. Oh, you've got one? Yeah, but with a seat. She's is, sitting down. Oh. She does wobble a bit on And how do you hold it out? Like, do you do that holdy thing? Oh, yeah, well, I've got re- one of my pram. The handle comes up really high. Oh. And because I'm short, it's like it's coming up to my chin. So it works. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. her little head's just there. Oh. Usually he kicks her. It's really not a great idea. But anyway, she's got something to hold on to. Oh, I'm so inspired. If the road gets rocky. If <laughs> it gets rocky. And then I get compliments paid to me by the oldies at the supermarket. Well, that's a good idea, love. It's amazing what they'll come up with these days. In my day, we just had prams that you could turn. <laughs> now you've just got prams that go straight. <laughs> what, a, what a novel idea. <laughs> Things that you can do. Yeah, yeah, and then they talk to their friends. Sometimes they pay me a compliment. And other times <gasps> they'll just talk behind my back. Oh, that pram is really nifty with a shopping cart there. Yeah, you could turn around and say, oh, and also, you know, mothers these days are deaf as well. We can't <laughs> hear anyone saying anything about us, can we? Amazing. When people say you're still allowed to be you. Right. I don't think you are. <laughs> you don't reckon. Be. What do you mean? Well, you know. 
point is you find out you're pregnant from the minute you find out that that poppy seed is a baby. That's sick that you called it a poppy off, seed. And, yeah. and not off your sushi. <laughs> it's like you've got these little these Martians that take over your body and say, right, we're hijacking this. It'll never be the same again. Right. Goodbye do you to mean, your former self. Do Toodles. you mean from um, a physical way, an emotional way, a mental everything. way, everything? I don't believe you can think that way of yourself ever again because you, whether you don't want to or your mind won't allow you to, it's like you, the person you were before you found out you were pregnant is yeah. gone. I think there's a lot of goodness Evolving. in that, though. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, and I feel like I found the better version of myself after I had children. Definitely, because you let go of a lot of stuff. You do. Because you, you don't do. have time to worry about a lot of those yep. hang-ups that you had. And you do get other hang-ups, but you tend to – it's all about someone else besides yourself. So maybe yep. you release a bit of that ego. Or you don't hold on to shit that's unnecessary no or whatever. No time. But you do – You do. your body is hijacked. They literally take over and say, we're moving on in. Yep. We're going to control everything. You have absolutely no say as to how this is going to play out. Exactly. And that's it. Yes. So that former self, I think you can take – bits of your former self through to your new journey of motherhood. Yes. But that part of you, that innocence before becoming a mum is is gone. And then you go through this phase of kind of you're in this bubble. You look like a bubble, yeah. don't you? You've, yeah. you've got a bubble. I'm or maybe even a, a hemorrhoid, like a bubble <laughs> coming out of your ass. <laughs> I was more meaning your bubble on the front, your oh. baby bum. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about, about hemorrhoids later. Okay. Oh, please. Sorry. Um, no, that's right. Um, <laughs> Chanel's disgusting. Hello, my old friend. <laughs> Hemi. Hemi. Herbert the hemorrhoid. Is that what yours was called? (laughs) Hemi. Mine was Hemi. Was it? You actually named it. Well, it was quite cute. I quite like. Well, I didn't like it. No. No. Never a hemorrhoid is never a nice thing. No, never nice. And if you've never had one, you are lucky. Lucky duck. And if you have had one, you know exactly what we're saying. That's it. Don't want to name the fucker. You want them out, gone. See ya. Goodbye. I didn't realise you could give it validation. Rub cream on some of them. Like you can rub cream on it and it will go away. It's weird. It's weird. What's I had to explain it to Dan. I didn't he understand was quite disgusted. How. Dan didn't want to hear me say this. And I said to him, it is just a protruding vein that has popped out yep. your bum hole, basically. Yep. Yeah. It's not nice. But as part of a woman, as a part of pregnancy, it is one of these things that's just part and parcel of it. Did he look at it? After I gave birth to Summer, I I asked him, can you just Look Can at you it. Look. Yeah. Don't worry. Kai saw mine. I definitely I, just shoved it in his face. Look at it. <laughs> and I said to him, he actually said no. And I said, I've just given birth and I'm terrified of what it looks like. Can you just check? And he went, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just get the nurse. <laughs> oh, it's fine. <laughs> what? It's like this giant bubble coming out of Uranus. My lot. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. You'll be fine. Look, I'll just get the nurse. Jeez. Dan was a worry wart. Hey, Kai what? looked at that really <laughs> good and proper. He wanted to stay there longer looking at it. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm no. like, I'm like, okay, Get done now. There. We're done. You've looked at it. Tell me about it. Draw a picture <laughs> of what it looks like so I can see. And, and then let's never talk about this yes. again. But then I do all the do time. You? Yeah. How about that time I have my hemorrhoid? Yeah. We do. We do sometimes do when we're running out, running out of conversation. Does he get hemorrhoids? He had one once. Did he? I'm sure he'll be glad I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that he has no he has no good reason. Dan, I just swear to God. Except for constipation. Dan and my son are the best poopers, so regular. Oh, nice. You know, you can have a coffee and set their watch and then go to the toilet. I was like, well, that would be a nice feeling. All to right. Be that regular. No, you're I've not that regs. Well, I have to help myself. So 
you know, Metamuse. Not quite. Oh, why am I husk. shortening everything? It's, re- it's <laughs> disgusting. Metamuse. Uh, no, psyllium husk chia seeds. Oh, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Stuff. Get it going. Yeah. If I don't do that, I could be in trouble. Oh, well, that's good. You're looking after yourself. Yeah. Get a bit of that into I you. know what my limitations are. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, t- I completely hijacked the conversation from hemorrhoids to digestion. Uh, hmm. Sorry, what we were saying about not being yourself before. <laughs> we're definitely not because I don't think we would have talked about hemorrhoids no, before. No, we definitely would have. We wouldn't have had them. It's not cool to talk about hemorrhoids. In fact, I didn't really want to, but you you kind of opened it up. And... Sorry, literally <laughs> opened it up. Sick. Yeah. Look, I actually like myself a lot better, especially I think it's an age thing combined with being a mum yep. as well. <clears throat> so being – it is. I'm 40 this year, Chanel. And I really don't give a crap about heaps thought, of things. I thought you'd be approaching. So nice. What? what do you mean you thought I'd be approaching? I know. Sure seriously. Maturity. The wrinkles. Yeah, I'm so mature. I thought though, seriously, when I became a mother, I would lose myself completely and have to be something else com- mm. entirely. Yeah. Like mumsy. I'm talking like dowdy and kind of I would not want to dress up anymore or I yeah. wouldn't want to do anything fancy or I wouldn't have the same personality. Yeah, I'd be yeah. boring. Yeah. I would just be meh, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel what a good thing is is to embrace the next stage of who you've become or who you are becoming. You're evolving. Yes. I guess what I'm trying to say is you don't want to feel guilty for letting your previous self, your former self go, yeah. you want to embrace who it is. And if that comes with changes, with body changes, with changes to the fact that you don't want to stay out past midnight anymore, that's mm. okay because it's really freaking hard to manage children on a hangover. Oh, it's the worst, right? Even if your husband is super helpful, they want mum to make the breakfast. And you can't you can't sleep in. And how's the guilt you then? you got to. Mum's laying in bed with a hangover. I'm not making your breakfast. Oh, it's, just, it's so bad. I'm standing there know. with a filthy red wine hangover, stirring some porridge, going, oh, and I better add the chia seeds because, you know, that's really healthy for them. There's guilt then if you don't forget to put that in. Oh, man. Yeah, I was thinking single mums. I don't know how they do it. Like you're talking about being I, sick, not just hangover, but like if you're actually, you wake are, up and you've got... You know what I feel? You're ill. Really? What do you do? I feel that single mums or even mums that um, don't have their husbands home a lot, they could be mums with military husbands or partners, military mm-hmm. partners. They are so under-celebrated. Oh, well, oh, they're, uh, well, the troopers. They literally. are the heroes of the country. <laughs> I know. Keeping the home fires burning but by just, but they just you know, do. raising children. Yeah. Mm. And either they they are filled with mum guilt for things or they don't have time for the guilt because they're too busy worrying about cleaning all this stuff and whatever. But, the, you know, it's it's such a big thing. Exactly. It's such a big thing. And what about mothers that don't have their family around, you know? That's mega hard. Really, really hard. And what if, like I said, what if you wake up one day and you're ill, mm. you physically can't look after your kids, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know, Gone are the days, I think, of mothers that, we, like they say in the 50s, yeah. you lived in one of those houses. Have you ever seen that? Pleasantville? <clears throat> no. No, Mad Men. Mad Men. Where they just, the women have a role and that's it. Do you know I kind of like that in a sick, very sick way? Look, I do they're not, not making podcasts, it. okay? No. Podcasts. No. Um, but they literally are at home. Their home is spotless. And the children are so well behaved, they don't run around the house like raving lunatics. No. 
Because <laughs> I got spanked probably. Yeah. <laughs> if they did. You're not a raving lunatic. You're often not filled with a lot of guilt. Your mum lives a few houses down the road. You're quite close with your neighbours. They all bicker and bitch and carry on. Like, you know, yeah, I don't think yeah, they help yeah. each other as much as maybe they – do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Those clicks. But maybe they did. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just saying I feel like women weren't um, expected, expected – There's the word. – to do anything that's yeah. beyond what they had to do as a mother and a wife. Yeah, you but did they the would, ironing, you kept the house clean. But they would have all that suppressed – which is so unhealthy. Uh, yeah, suppressed uh, emotional, you know, no one to meet their emotional needs, all that sort of that stuff, that support that they need. Yeah. Like if you were suffering from postnatal depression or oh, so what? Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Having a baby's hard love, that's just how it goes. Yeah. You know, everyone. Toughen up, sister. It's, it's part of it is we have to cope a lot differently now, but it's so nice when other areas are talked about so much like how hard it is to be a single mum or how hard it is to just be a mum if your partner's not home, how hard it is sometimes if you have a child with special needs or that you're just trying to meet the expectations of making sure your kids have a super healthy lunch with, they call it brain food at school, don't they? Oh, my God. Don't go over Do not ever put a packet of tiny teddies in there because you will get a phone call from the school. (laughs) Really? You know, I bought one of those bento boxes, can I just say. Me too, I've got. Which I thought was cute. But it's actually quite heavy. It's really heavy. Have you found? Yeah, Yeah, it's really heavy. And it's a bitch to clean. Anyway, it's got like. (laughs) They take free. It's got like. to dry. It's got like 39 little pockets or little spaces for you to fill. (laughs) Now, the pressure of every morning coming up with something to fill that freaking, those little spaces. Can I tell you? I've put. Like one I or sweat. two things. I'm in. sweating bullets. <laughs> I put one or two things in a compartment just so I see it's filled. Yeah, yeah that's right. said, you're missing, you're missing a box here, Mum. I'm yeah. like, for God's sake. Double up. I've got to trim the sandwich right yeah. down. And then you... Oh, the sandwich doesn't freaking fit, lady. Every morning. And she what asked for an energy ball because, of course, I made those and I felt guilty for not make, you know, you yeah. do that when someone says, Mommy, I really want some of those energy balls. And I'm like, oh. Tired. I don't want you to have any energy. I want a freaking energy ball. <laughs> You are an energy ball. You don't need more. Exactly. No. So I'm there at the so this morning I'm in the pantry and I'm looking at the food I've got, thinking healthy choices, healthy choices, can have nuts. Um, well, no, the no so, nuts, so which is I totally seeds, get. But then I'm limiting my choices yeah. again because summer is a fuss pot. So I'm going, oh no, tiny teddies can't put shapes in there. Um, but I, you can put jats in there. It's I did kind put jats like somewhere on them. They're not border. very healthy, no. but I put but I put them in there. Cucumber, they're never going to eat just to <laughs> fill the hole. <laughs> Carrot. She catch, she catches me in the pantry. Would it, what are you putting in there, Mum? But now I feel like I'm being interrogated about what I'm putting in the bento box. Yeah. So I brought it down to her level and I said, are you happy with what Mummy's put in the box? And she went, I don't want that energy ball. I said, in my head I'm thinking, you fucking asked for it. I made it. Now you don't want the energy ball. Why? It's in your fucking lunchbox. <laughs> I think I put too much vanilla essence in. I think, oh, I, I think it was like a free like pour and that meant to be like a little splash. It was a bit of a big splash. Anyway. Doesn't like the energy balls. Yeah. So what do I do? Yell out to Dan. You've got a whole stack of energy balls in the fridge now if you want to take them to work. Brilliant. He was banned, first of all, of taking them. Now yeah. he can take them to okay, work. because Summer hates your cooking. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I tell you what the problem with the bento box in the white world of people, because originally, obviously, Japanese people, you know, kids, I worked in a, in a school in Japan, but the bento box is essentially meant to be you've got your rice, you've got a bit of, you know, you've got something pickled, you've got a bit of this, a bit yeah, of that. and you kind of move it protein. around with chopsticks. So you don't have sandwiches in there. You've not got any of this shit. So now we're trying to shove white bread into what should be a rice and soy, compartment. And soy crisps. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and it's not working, people. And 
then sometimes, sometimes I've overfilled it and I've put the lid down. I've heard this crunch and it's like literally crushing everything. And I'm like, and then I'm like forcing the lid down. I'm like, let them deal with it. So the poor kid probably gets to school, opens you know it, it's like explodes. <laughs> and then everything's crushed and smushed and they're like, awesome lunch, mum. Thanks. And I'm like, and I walk off going, tick, tick. The bag is full, the bag is full. The lunch is in there and the, the little, you know, side pocket. With the water bottles full. <laughs> Maybe it was water from yesterday, but who cares? <laughs> just to get out the door. Yeah, I know. Oh, far out. Getting out you know? the door. And then I get out the car like, oh, I didn't do any of those things. I look amazing. <laughs> I didn't just like literally put my knickers on as I'm leaving to go into the car and sh- throwing their bags in the car. Do you know what I did once? What? Not wear knickers. Oh, I, no, no. Oh. <laughs> well, the problem was I got myself dressed okay. Poor Summer overslept and I thought, oh, look. I'll just let her sleep. She clearly needs it, which also then meant we had zero time to get ready for kindy. Yeah. So I kind of like got her out of bed. The poor kid was like a bit startled. She obviously in a bit of a dream. I'm like, we really got to get ready, darling. I'm, Mummy's really sorry she let you oversleep. But anyway, now this means we hurry. So quickly, let's get you changed. I, my hair looks like a bird's nest. I've got my dressing gown on. Ollie's running around in big shit in his nappy. So, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I've got summer ready. All sorted. Right, okay. Next thing, next thing, bento box. Put all the crap that you need in there and get him sorted. Water bottle, hat, sunscreen. You know, get ready to leave. Summer stands by the front door. Mum, what? What, what, darling? What, what? What's wrong? What's wrong? We're we're, we're 10 minutes late already for kindy. We need to go. I've got no knickers on. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to put (laughs) it. We should be wearing pants, right? Did you just go whatever? I just go, no, I was... Bloody mortified. I went, oh. get back inside. Really? I would have gone, nah, forget about me, Nickers. <laughs> just free bag that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I just got inside and then it was the, oh, I want frozen. I really want frozen Nickers today. And I'm like, oh. so anyway, quick, whip the pants off. Actually, shoes off, socks oh, off, Oh, the pants shoes off. you just put, spent literally 40 minutes trying to put those socks and get them shoes on. on. Yeah. And then Ollie's taken his off three times yeah. and because his are like a really small size, oh, it take yeah. 10 years to get on. Oh, my God. They're and putting really the shoes. Snug. I hate shoes. They do my head. Disaster. Oh. So anyway, knickers on, pants back on, coat back on, shoes back on, get out the door, get into kindy. And I kind of rocked up. And she's wearing a bra. Mummy, <laughs> <laughs> I put this bra on. Is that I'm like, fine. Just put some oranges in there and get in the car. Yeah, she's obsessed with Elsa Platts, right? Oh, the Elsa And we've discovered I'm not franchise. a good baker. I'm also not great with hair. Oh, yeah. Hair's either. hard. It's Especially really if they've got thin hair when they're little. A lot we, of kids She's too. got thin hair. Yeah. And one of the reasons I was so stoked that I had a boy second, I was like, good, and cut his hair short, done. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, she wanted an Elsa Platt. Oh, yeah, the braid. Ah, oh, the braid. And so, how'd that go? Not great. Oh. In fact, <laughs> when I took her to kindy, I apologised when I got when the kindy teacher said, I said, Look, I'm really sorry about Summer's hair today. She wanted an Elsa plait and I did my I can do a plait, but the yeah. braid I'm talking about. From the top. Well, yeah. Yeah. And I just said, Look, I'm really sorry. If you want to fix it, go for it. I said, I'm was sorry. Was she gonna be why were you so why did you have to apologize for well, that's, again, it? That's again the teacher gonna say something the to kid, you? The teacher burst out laughing and said, I'm sorry. Look at the state of her hair. I did my best. Oh. Here she is. <laughs> Just take her. Just make sure she wears her knickers the whole day. My my daughter said yesterday, oh, my God, she'll kill me later on when she hears this, like in 10 years' time. She she goes, me and my friend showed our bum holes to each other today. And I was like, wow, okay, don't do that. 
I know it's a thing kids do, you know, but you have to – it's like you know they're doing things that they're going to do that all kids do. We all did it and you don't want to shame them. No. But you have to say something. Yeah. So how do you navigate that? So I'm there going – not saying don't do that. Like I have to kind of say, well, that's interesting, Scarlett, that you showed your bomb hole <laughs> and you're exploring your bodies. But let's keep them for ourselves. Yeah, you gotta you got to set them straight and not shame them and just let them know that – you know, bum holes are not for sharing. Sandwiches, <laughs> yes, out of the abenta box. Squishy sandwiches in your abenta box. If you're a pregnant box. lady and you have a hemorrhoid, then you can share. share it. Yeah, we do that all the you time. Share. You can share. Share with whoever you need to share with. If you do, get that out. Get that bum hole out. Working mum guilt. Working mums. The guilt that comes yeah. with working. So if you're a mum that works, you can totally relate to this. Yeah. What it's like. I mean, it's, it's pretty horrible actually because – Here's, here's a scenario. You finish school, you do some further study, you work your ass off, you land a job, continue to work your ass off to a level you're satisfied with and then old maternity clock starts ticking and then and then it gets louder. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Really tick-tock. loud. So loud that you can't ignore the damn thing. Yeah. And you're like, I'm really proud of what I've achieved so far. I'm not ready for a baby yet but my clock is ticking and the eggs and yeah. they the Google eggs. will remind you of how much your eggs are decreasing as oh, you really? get older. Well, if you look it up, you mean? Yeah. I thought there was an app for <clears throat> eggs, how old your eggs are. Is there? No, that's what I thought you meant. No, you no, meant no. Google, if you Google stuff. If you like, Google stuff, they're going to remind you that basically um, if you have a baby in your 20s, that's yeah. fantastic. If you have yeah. it in your 30s, it, it comes with lots of other challenges and, and – Potentially other... complications. Exactly. If you have it in your 40s, it's even scary. They remind you of all this stuff. Yeah. You're trying to balance out your career – with well, needing, you wanting get to have to a, a baby, level and you can't have both. There's so much encouragement, which I think is the, the absolute bee's knees. Encouragement now for women to achieve whatever they want to achieve in their careers, in any type of career. You might want to be a paleontologist. I don't know. Do you think it's mm. just inevitable because it's our genetic makeup? To when we have a baby, we have to stop. We just yeah. have to. For a little and bit. everyone tells you right. to do that as well. Like it's, well, you've just had a baby, you need to stop. And that's, you should be encouraged to do that because some women might feel that they need permission to stop and settle down and, and just have a moment of, of living in that. It is difficult because I feel like it's something they come to terms with. So it's all fine when you're pregnant because the baby's in your little bubble belly. You're mm. fine. You can roll and do whatever you need to do, providing yeah. you haven't got a job that's in too labour intensive. But then when the baby's here, that's when it kind of paints a whole different scenario to you. So once you finish your mat leave and you head back to work, yeah. you're either forced to take a lesser position that doesn't require as much Because it's part time. So you've yeah. got half your cups full, you've got the mum cup full and your work cup full and, you've got to, and you're like, this isn't really what I worked my ass off to do. I didn't really want to do this part of the job, yeah. but I'm taking it so I can still put my kids up from daycare or school. But then if you work full-time at something and you yeah. forgo the kids mm. and you might be fine with that, but then other people will chime in and create that mum guilt and go, oh, well, you know, um, why did you? I've actually heard before people say, why did you have kids if you're not there? And it's like, don't do that to mm. her. Don't do that. Feel like we're forced to choose between a career and children. Yeah. Now, when I had Summer, she was she was 18 months. I then got pregnant with Ollie and I was producing that TV show. And even I had some family members say to me, I, you can't do it. You can't do it. And I'm like, well, why not? 
Like you, you need that kind of team around you. And I was so grateful to have like mum and dad and Dan and my sister to be those those people for me to help out. Your cheerleaders. My cheerleaders to help me because, you know, it's one of these these type of jobs that you've got meetings, mm. you've got to be at different places. Every kind of day can, can have a different schedule to it. It was almost like I shouldn't be doing that because I'm a young mother and I should just be staying at home raising them. I shouldn't be aspiring to produce TV or something like that. But you know, not only do you need to do it for yourself, but I think, and especially as the kids get older, they need to see you doing Correct. what you need to be doing, what, whatever that is, if yep. it's a, a passion that you're pursuing or your career Correct. that you want to do that makes you happy and fulfills you. You know what Dan said to me? Dan said to me, Summer and Ollie will be proud of you no matter what you do. You can name any type of job as long as it's legitimate you're not a drug dealer, they're going to be proud of what you do. And I said, but that's, but I'm not proud of that. I want to achieve something that I set, set my heart's desire on achieving. I want to actually do something where it sits well with me. And then I feel I can say to them, if you set your mind to something, you can work hard enough. Yeah. Okay. So I know I've got the, but there's the balanced approach there where he says, they're going to be proud of you no matter what. And I'm saying, I want to show them that they can aspire to something and then they can achieve that yes you know Mm. and that does come with some things that you may not be there for or there's guilt attached to that you should be doing this you should be doing that okay I've answered a thousand emails today I've had video calls I'm so damn tired and I haven't made summer's pasta sauce from scratch with all the veggies in it do you know what I mean an energy ball with too much vanilla yeah yeah don't ever do that again and then the guilt comes in because I should have I shouldn't just be given a pasta with butter I should have actually tried to make her something Mm. a little bit more nutritious yeah you put effort in this corner but then you're letting that corner go correct so you can't it, it is hard to have that balance but I feel if I didn't do that I would then not be staying true to myself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm good with myself and I've got my priorities in line, which are doing some things for myself as well, being a mum, but also doing something that fills my cup as far as work is concerned, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to feel guilty for that. No. I should be okay and say, you know what, I'm good with where I'm at. I'm a good mum. I'm there for my kids. Exactly. And you know what? I think it's such a cliche to say I think everything in moderation. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to be working so much that you burn yourself out so you're no good to anyone, including yourself. Exactly. But also you don't want to let something go out of that guilt that you really want to do because you want to make the best birthday cake or the best dinner every night on the table at exactly that time. And trying to be that 50s house wife to our partners. Mm -hmm. We're also trying to be the world's best mum who doesn't work but now we are at a point in society where we do have to work to afford things too Mm -hmm. and we're trying to send them to the best schools we can or we're trying to um, enroll them in all these different things which are by the way so many things I have you forego the CrossFit membership because they've got all these extracurricular activities do you know some a mother the other day um, said oh uh, yes oh well my daughter does gym dancing swimming then some uh, tennis. Uh-huh. She did like five or six different things outside of school. And that's cool, um, but that's expensive too. And that's also, where do you find the time to do that? It's amazing. Uh, hats off to I've got these a friend of mine who can do two it. children do oh, that. Wow. That she's pretty much just gives her kids have got all these extracurricular things. There's gym, there's dancing, there's swimming, there's something else, there's this, there's that. And I'm going, oh, my God, I'm exhausted by that. I just don't know how I'd have the – the 
energy. Yeah, I, I need don't. one of those energy balls to race her around. And then when Ollie starts having those things, different things too. But my God, I find it hard enough. Like even swimming because they're doing my kids do swimming because I think that's important. We're putting in a swimming pool, so mm-hmm. you know there's a there's there's a need there's there. A need. <laughs> Plus, yeah. swimming I think is one of those things. You know, yeah, it's good. For you lots need to do that. Yep. You know, not drowning is one of them. So, but the forty five minutes waiting. For them in their swimming lesson, like I pretend to be interested, but I don't realise. I know that they're learning to swim in that pool and I wave every now and then, but that's a long time of waiting around. Are you on your phone? Um, sometimes. I, it's so freaking hot in this swimming centre that I literally am stripping off. So I'm like, <laughs> I literally start with a jumper on. I'm like, <laughs> all the parents are like panting. Like, seriously, it's oh so hot and God. humid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes on my phone and I get bored and then I'm like, just staring into but space you know like a weirdo. You took, them, you took them swimming. So I do it every week, which, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is good. And I do watch them for a bit. I try not to be on my phone because that's one thing I feel guilty about is scrolling on my phone for no reason. I, I think everyone's guilty of that. Do you know why I, like, if she comes down the, if someone comes down the hallway uh, and I'm on my phone, I will, like, hide it or throw it somewhere yes, quickly. I think that's a good idea, actually. Because I'm like, and then, then there's times where she's caught me. I'm like, she's caught me on my phone again. But this, and I feel like I have to justify myself I'm to writing my four an email. Year old. I'm like, I'm checking her phone number. I'm going to ring the doctors or something. I've got to tell her. She's like, I don't care. But I'm like, I can't have her seeing me on my phone again. I'm not on Facebook, okay? Stop staring at me like that. <laughs> so you're right, though. Someone else mentioned that the other day. It's a good tip. Don't be on your phone just looking at it around your kids because they're just going to be learning. Oh, that behaviour's great. So I need That's a phone it. to do that. And yeah. sometimes I sit there and I'm trying to get back to some emails and we're sitting and watching Frozen for the billionth time mm-hmm. and I'm like, I've seen this bit and I just put my phone <laughs> next to me. Oh, yeah. Really like down really low and yeah. then start typing the email and I've got, oh, my God, there's all these spelling errors and I'm not making sense because I'm too stressed out about her seeing me when we're having a mummy-daughter moment watching Frozen and I've literally got the phone down so low trying to just... Email. You might as well give it up, right? Might as well just sit there with it glued to my face and go, mummy's on Instagram scrolling, okay? Do and that. feeling and like I'm, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and all these mothers who are, you know... I'm on Pinterest dreaming about the kitchen I probably will never own. So here's my theory about beating right. the mum guilt, right? Okay. What is it? Tell me the answer, Chanel. I, I'm going to go deep here. I think talking about it helps. Okay. I think talking about it with your tribe, your yep. soul sisters, your partner, your mum. You know soul what? Sister. So, you just saying that means that you don't have them. Maybe. <laughs> oh, shit. There's friends and acquaintances and then there's women that just get you. <laughs> shit. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. I have to leave. I'm dropping the mic. I'm going out hunting <laughs> for some soul sisters. Soul sisters. So you standing on the side of the road of Edzac Highway with the wobble board. Soul sisters needed. Needed. Seeking a soul sister. Seeking a soul sister. I'll put it on Gumtree tomorrow or Marketplace. How's that? Put yourself on there. Hi, my name's Tamara. I'm looking for a soul sister. So if you're into mum girl and podcasts, just like, you know, message me. Why do I talk like that? I don't know. You're not going to get a soul sister talking like that. Oh, that's bloody dreadful. That's horrible. Take um, it back. So sorry. So yes. to- well, so we've discovered that you don't have any souls. No, right. that's, I have no soul, <laughs> clearly, um, either. But, yeah, it's about supporting and chatting to people about it. Yes. Talking about it, which yeah. I think it highlights the voices, those insecurities for what they are, just noise. Yeah. It's noise. It's people, let's call her Shirley, that's on your shoulder like Jiminy Cricket. 
and she's basically chiming in, making you feel crap about a decision you've made when really it's unnecessary. Yeah. So owning those voices for just what they are. They're just noise. They're excess noise in the background and don't and not giving them validation really and basically knowing how to take the pressure off yourself by doing things for yourself and yeah. just you've got to keep going. I think we are can be sometimes our own worst enemy where we go, you know, I'm just going to be a bit nice to myself today. Essentially, that's the sort of thing I think we need to do to take that pressure off. Yeah. And know that it's okay to not achieve every single goal and that giving ourselves praise where we can because I think we do more negative self-talk way more than actually we realise. So our mind's telling us things several times and we're not actually even almost consciously hearing it ourselves we yeah. don't we don't well you're telling yourself a story aren't you you're gonna that, believe it's it several gonna, times yeah aren't that you? it's gonna come true but i think that's also a really good important thing to do you know this whole idea of gratitude journals i mean who has time for that not many people but even at the end of the yeah. day but i love people that do purposely just consciously think about okay think about three awesome things about your day or things that you did that you were happy with from little things that you achieved to correct you know or something you did for yourself Something positive. Yeah. And after doing that, practicing that kind of thing after I a while. I think it takes practice. It, helps. it yeah. takes practice. Like and it, you need to, yeah, and you need to do it all the time because you know what? We don't probably realise we how much we practice talking badly to ourselves. Well, it's easy to do. Hang on to the negative yeah. when you look at all the That's what I mean. So you've yeah. got to change that way of thinking, being a mum, being present, all teaching you things, whether it's just laying on your the bed with your kid at night and having a conversation with them or something. Just give yourself that moment if if you've missed out a little bit during the day because you've been at work and you've got a slave driver of a boss and your kid's screaming and the childcare worker has pulled the child off you and saying, just go, just go. You've got in the car, you're absolutely rattled. Yeah. You're a bit numb. You get to work, your boss is like, you're 10 minutes late. You know what you want to say? Fuck you, mate. Don't you? I'm a mother, fucker. They don't know. They don't know. No, no, they don't know. Sometimes. Know. But it doesn't cost much to, open. maybe it does, because the mother will turn around and say, you need to have a daycare facility at work. And then the next thing you know, this boss has opened up the whole of level two for daycare. <laughs> well, that's right. And we've, we've just asked 20 employees. <laughs> so your kids can be here. <laughs> And a gym. So see you later, HR. Maybe I'm sweating out fat. I've been quite healthy lately. Have you? Maybe. You know what? During the COVID times, having a little gym area at home, he would come in and go, geez, you can tell you've just been the gym, darling. He goes, I love you, but poor. Oh, nice. What a bum. Good one, Dan. (laughs) Way to make it feel guilty. I go, well, you don't smell like Freaking roses, do ya? Yeah. After your workout. That's get in right. the shower and wash your pits. Yeah, yeah. Stinker. You stink. Sorry, Dan, I didn't mean that. Spit <laughs> your heart, you monster. Does Kai think you stink? No, but I did get him to put his face right into my armpit. What did he say? Uh, a little bit. No, it's not crazy. It's just noticeable. That at poor the man. One minute he's seen your hemorrhoids. Next yeah. minute he's got his he's nose. Got his in nose your and pits. everything. Every- <laughs> oh. Chanel, you said oh, I did that face. You did, lady. Did. We're yeah. ending this. Well, this is ending. This is gonna. We're wrapping it up. You've carried it too far. Now I feel guilty. Yeah, well, you should. Okay. Yep. The end. <laughs> Bang. Done. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com. 
or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.